Hello and welcome back to the Brisbane Indie Podcast. I am Summer. And I'm Imogen. And today we're going to be doing a little bit of self-reflection on 2021 and, you know, how things were going in the art and the music industry. And then maybe a little bit of prophesizing about 2022 and some... I guess you could call them resolution. Yeah, I think resolutions kind of what we want to achieve, what our themes are, and hopefully what we can see from the community. Hell yeah. Sounds amazing. So let's kind of get into it. So just to start off, let's look back into 2021 and what it was and kind of what it looked like for the community and I guess ourselves as well. Well, I guess as is becoming the trend um, in January of 2021, did we have COVID? did we have a COVID scare? I can't even remember. Did it start out okay? I don't remember either. I don't remember. But I know the trend, at least for 2021, is hey, COVID is still happening. Yeah. Scares are still happening. And we did have lockdown. Actually had a lockdown in January of 2021. Yeah, I, I did. So. I thought it, it was repeating it. A little yeah, bit we had, over no, the we had a lockdown. I remember it. Okay. Because I remember everyone went shopping. <laughs> oh, but what do you do when you have a lockdown? Get toilet paper, obviously. Oh, obviously. Even now, I go yeah. to Woolies and there's They're like, done. no, yeah. none. You're done. Anyway. So COVID's still going on. Um, I, I, I feel like after 2022, especially with the music scene you in mean 2020. Oh. Yeah, it's just all blending. But anyway, after 2020, I think everyone kind of went into 21 thinking, hey, 2021's our year, let's get it. Yeah. And it just... It was slow. It was slow to start off. It was slow to start off. Um, our borders were still closed, obviously, so there were no, like, big touring acts coming no. in. But it did allow for a little bit more attention towards the emerging musicians in oh, the art course. scene, which was actually kind of a good thing. I feel like there are some really be- uh, wonderful acts that have mm-hmm. come out of Brisbane um, I think uh, 2021's yeah. theme, though, was very much a focus on the local community. Definitely. I just remember going to so many gigs and finally getting to see, you know, the emerging bands play some really cool shows, some really cool lineups, and I think it was just such a sense of, you know what, we need to just get out and support the community. Like Totally. It's, just need to. And even when capacities were cut and it was seated gigs, people still showed Absolutely. up. Absolutely. Like, I would stand it. I remember Greaser, it would, you know, the smallest <laughs> capacity ever. And I remember standing up there for an hour to see a local band. Like, yeah, everyone was sure. just so keen to get out there and support other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was really encouraging because, you know, it's the local small acts that, um, I mean, they're not big enough to to make a living off it. So no. I can see how they would be deterred from continuing trying to further yeah. their careers. So it was really encouraging that everyone was still really enthusiastic Absolutely. to see them and support and them. And I think we saw a lot of like new different um, initiatives and stuff come out too, which yes. was really fun to see. And it was really cool to see, you know, other artists especially like yeah. just doing their own events as well. Yeah, uh, yeah, it wasn't, you're right, it wasn't just emerging musicians who banded together. There was a lot of visual arts initiatives um, and a lot more of a focus on, um, I guess, social justice in these initiatives as well, which was, I guess, it makes sense, like, 2020, no one was really able to leave the houses and there was a lot of introspection and most of our contact with other people was online. So I feel like people became a lot more socially and politically engaged Um, and I think at least I know for us 
Although 2021, you know, COVID was still happening and although we had such a big, you know, local community, I think that was the first time we actually had a run-in with COVID as well. That's true because in 2020 when we had our first event, we didn't have any COVID scares that disrupted it. We had a limited capacity, but that was kind of it for us. Like we didn't have any lockdowns or, you know, you could still somewhat get out and about. Whereas I think, you know, if you remember our last one, we had, you know, a lineup change, our, you know, event got postponed, but then it also had to change the whole kind of layout of the event. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that was, uh, we learned a lot. I'll we say did. That. I think that was the first time we also experienced burnout. Yeah, definitely. I think on, on the back of our 2020 event, Going into 2021, we were so we were so ready for it and excited because yeah. we were. I guess we were just starting to understand the gravity of what the indie project was, and and people were starting to get interested. And mm-hmm. we had applications for the yeah. first time, so the interest was there. And then when, when it got, got cancelled, yeah. like a day before, like sorry, postponed. We mm-hmm. I just remember us just being absolutely devastated. Yeah, we like were that not was okay. the first time I think we were just like. This could be the end. Yeah, actually, like we could we could stop this project now. You yeah. know, I think that was the first time in our heads we were like, "Is this yeah. what we should be doing?" And I mean, I'm happy to say that when we did have the event, um, it was it was a magical. It was time so and wasn't it? Every, yeah, the artists it looked amazing, and everyone was so positive and enthusiastic. But between, I I have to say, between postponing the event and having it again. Yeah, we definitely experienced burnout because there was always the risk of it getting postponed again or cancelled mm-hmm. and, and we just and didn't know. And also it was our biggest one yet. Like we were managing, you know, over 30 plus people. We had volunteers this time. So it wasn't really just you and I yeah. kind of organising it anymore. It had a lot more people yeah. and it was, I get, you know, a lot more pressure. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't like obviously, you know, it's not our fault if COVID interrupts no, it, but we definitely... We um, took it personally just because yeah. we were so excited for yeah, it. Yeah, and, and there's so many people involved. You don't want to yeah. let anyone down, but... But I think with that, though, you know, when looking at kind of the community and then our first run with COVID and burnout, I think it kind of opened our eyes into the whole, like, okay, 2021, everyone was so, yeah, this is going to be our year, and... Yeah, it was, you know, a bit one of those years again. So it kind of, I think, opened our eyes to the whole, okay, we kind of have to adapt. We can't stay comfortable in our one event format. Totally. And especially it being postponed and then, you know, the layout changing and everything for our second festival at the zoo, that was a definite moment like you need to start, we need to think outside the box here. Yeah, and I, I suppose as we've said before, the podcast was a side effect of that um, making sure that we still have that community engagement and feel like we can benefit other artists and musicians, even if we don't have in-person events. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so then I think it was kind of, yeah, so we had our run in and then, you know, the local community, but you know, it was interesting. I think coming out of 2021, we were all kind of going back into that 2022 is my year yeah, you know we, especially in Brisbane you know Queensland our restrictions for domestic borders were opening mm-hmm. and then international borders you know and our venue capacities were venue going capacities back to going up, we're allowed to dance you know so I think ending 2021 we we're like okay wait stop stop the bus we actually might have 
you know, international tours, regional tours, like, you know, you know, massive art events, festivals, they might be back on now, you know, people can go travel interstate. Like I think everyone was so excited because it was finally, okay, wait, you know, surely, surely Surely this this is it. This is it. Uh, and then it, and then it wasn't <laughs> and then it was so funny because it almost flipped as soon as like December January hit it was like actually never mind yeah um now yeah. it's the opposite <laughs> problem where you know we can go out and dance and venues are open but everyone's either in isolation or with COVID yeah so yes and it was kind of like it's so weird I almost think it was almost kind of it's left left us in almost a worse position to what we were last year because I don't know about anyone else, but all I see now is gigs getting postponed or cancelled. Yes, same with exhibitions. Everyone's postponing or cancelling. And it's Um, like I think I I had probably maybe personally 12 gigs in December to January go through, go to. Nope. All of them have been canned. Yeah, so now it isn't even like, okay, at least our local acts can perform no. with low capacities. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, and, it, and it's so hard because it's almost like, it's almost brought us back to square one of back to yeah, so when COVID hit in the early 2020. Because and it, and it sucks now because it's like, well, we can still plan for gigs, we can still do them because we're legally allowed to. But by the time it comes around, mm-hmm. is the someone going to get COVID? Is someone going to be in isolation? Can we do this? And it's or is it safe to do it? And exactly. Is it ethically? It? Yeah. You know, should we ethically be doing you know this with you know the community as it is right now? Well, on that note, (laughs) so is there any way to turn this around? I think that's where we're going with because it's like, you know, December, January, it's a write-off. Yeah, you know. You know, 2022 starts in February, I think. Yeah, I definitely feel like this is the true New Year's. Oh, absolutely. And it's just like, okay, you know, it's kind of back to square one how yeah how do we turn this around what is 2022 going to look like and how can we still make this a great year well first of all I I feel like we need to abandon the mentality that things will go back to normal and that this isn't normal because it's been what two three years two two years now it feels forever doesn't it I think this kind of is our new normal. It is. So what's going to be really important, and we saw a little bit of it in, actually we saw a lot of it in 2021, yeah. is people adapting to the climate rather than waiting for it to yeah. change. And I think that's going to be a massive theme is just, yeah, trying yeah. to figure out how can we still, you know, make this a great year for our community, for ourselves. What can we change? What can we improve? What can, yeah, adapt? Yeah. So in the spirit of adapting to the times rather than waiting for it to change, we kind of have some rough, I guess, themes or resolutions for the indie project on how we want to get through 2022 in one piece. (laughs) Hopefully it'll give you maybe, you know, a bit of inspiration. Inspiration, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess the first one is going to be consistency. Yes. Um, Not just in like having, you know, our organization, like we, we were pretty good at like having weekly meetings to talk about our projects. But now that we have like different areas of interest, we really want to focus on like separating them and 
making sure that we cover all of our bases. So I think a massive bit of that is when we say consistency, like actually committing to things. Like, you know, we, for example, we have a meeting once a week focused on the indie project as a whole. And I think going to 2022, even, you know, when things are looking a bit rough with the community, you know, maybe we have a lockdown, maybe we have restrictions have gone back up. I think a massive thing is we still want to be consistent in still meeting every week, still talking about the future and still, you know, kind of organising stuff. Because let's be honest, stuff's going to go wrong. Whether it'll be like, I don't know, one of us gets sick or we have a lockdown or or whatever it is and we just want to make sure that that doesn't completely throw us off the rails. And we don't make excuses to not be consistent. I think that's a massive one and especially like both of us, we're going into, you know, our final year of uni. We both have work. So I think for us, we just need to be consistent in, you know, actually doing our to-do lists and actually meeting up and talking about things and, yeah. I suppose an extension of that is keeping our community engagement consistent. And again, that's that's where the podcast um, ties in a little bit where we're still putting out content that engages with the community um, and is beneficial and yeah. it's not something that can be totally disrupted by whatever apocalyptic event happens this <laughs> <Yeah>. year. <laughs> well, I think that's also our second major theme, I think, is community engagement. I think, definitely. again, yeah. coming from 2021, I feel like I definitely know the importance of what a $5 ticket or a $5 exhibition entry can do 100%. for someone. And so I think a massive theme for us, at least, is we really want to get involved in the community, go to as many exhibitions, go to as many, you know, gigs, go to as many, yeah. you know, collaborative events that we can um to really try and support the community that you yeah know, and is just and I feel like well. everyone was so good at that in 2021 mm-hmm. we we just don't want to lose that momentum and enthusiasm Absolutely. for other people because and let's be honest the the minute you lose passion for other people's crafts is the minute that they lose faith in you as well yeah and I think a massive as well is going community engagement online you know oh, I totally. think a massive thing for us is we really want to be able to you know even doing a cheeky comment on someone's post or liking or sharing, it does give, you know, that other person a little bit of a boost up and it kind of, again, supports the community. So I think that is just a major thing that we really want to kind of make sure we're keeping at the forefront of our minds. Um, well, I guess in light of what we've discussed before um, and what happened last year, we really want to avoid burnout yes. as well. And I'm sure a lot of musicians and artists would have experienced it over the last two years Especially quite a bit. with the community, like when it's kind of a deflating time with restrictions and COVID, it's, I feel like it's so easy to kind of get that kind of burnt out, like unmotivated feeling. Yeah, feeling like you're putting the work in with and reaping no rewards yeah. and it's out of your control. Um Yeah, I suppose in avoiding burnout, we really want to, I guess, pace ourselves. And Mm -hmm. I mean, that kind of ties into consistency as well, you know, making sure you. But I think something with it, though, is we want to really implement this kind of theory slash activity called a push week this year. Yes. (laughs) Which kind of helps with burnout, but it definitely helps with productivity. Absolutely. So. 
I mean, this isn't our original idea. No. Um, so we actually, um, we both listen to podcasts yeah. and there's a podcast called The Mindset um, Mentor. And they have a podcast called The Way to Grow is Through a Push, sorry, a podcast episode. Yeah. And they basically talk about this theory where they do a push week where I think they theorized for two weeks, but you can kind of set any time. Yeah. Where for that period of time, you are going to push yourself in a way that you haven't before by only focusing on, you know, like for us, it'd be the indie yeah. project. For a band, it could be your music, you know, your art series. Yeah. But for that period of time, you, you know, wake up at 7 a.m., you go to bed at 8 p.m. and you only think and only do, you know, that yeah. kind of task or, you yeah. know. Um, we, I guess we kind of trialed this last year. Um, I think it was a was it a week period that we did it for? We did it for a week, yeah, where we saw each other every day for a week. Yeah. And we pretty much focused only on indie, you know. We just knocked it out. Absolutely. Like no social events, that kind of thing, literally just focused. It was it was great because you might think that you're in a good routine with um, keeping up to date with whatever your your passion is, but we left that week realising that, we could be doing so much more. Yeah. Well, and I think it, by just pushing yourself, it, it then reestablishes your work ethic. It creates a new normal for you Yeah. because you've just pushed yourself and you've just seen that you've managed to do 100 tasks instead of 20 that week. Totally. So then you're like, actually, this is way more achievable to be you know, more yeah. productive and to get more stuff done. And this isn't just something that uh, and, and you know a, an organization like us could do you could no. do it if you're a, an artist and say you're behind on your application deadlines for exhibitions or grants and you really want to focus on knocking that out or maybe you're a musician and you're in a band and uh, let's just say your gigs have been postponed and you're kind of in a rut and you haven't really talked to each other for a while but you know there are things that you can do to be to better yourself. It's really good for getting people together and just focusing, getting stuff done. Absolutely. And I think a massive thing is maybe if you are, especially if you're doing stuff with other people, like say for a band, I think you could really benefit from a push week. Cause if you've got, okay, guys, we're going to spend four or five days where we're just going to talk to each other and we're just going to hone in on what the band is, what we're doing for music or, you know, how are we going to do gigs and stuff? And you all as a band commit to that, you know, that period of time, you're just going to get so much stuff done. And I think, and and I know for us anyway, Mm -hmm. it kind of like reestablished our bond and it was just like a really good experience to, yeah, kind of relight that fire of, okay, this is cool what we're doing. Let's, Yeah. yeah, let's do it. No, you definitely walk away from it feeling very accomplished and yeah. satisfied. And also, uh, we did it for a week. You can do it for less. I, I think if we did it for longer, we we would be oh, yeah, pushing probably, it. But, yeah. but it is really good to yeah, do. 100%. And then I guess coming from that, you know, they're kind of the stuff that we want to look at. So, you know, like trying to get 2020 into a good vibe, yeah. <laughs> trying our best to really, you know, still make it a really good year. Um, and I don't know, I feel like there's a lot to see in the community that, well, there's a lot of things that I'd want to see in the community as well. Yeah. So, um, I think we touched on it before, but we saw a lot of people diversifying their avenues, um, which was really great to see, I guess in the context of a band that might be, 
instead of solely relying on um, in-person events and gigs to get your music out there, it could be... You know who I saw actually did a really good one is I saw a lot of bands do like different avenues of social media, which was a really great way of diversifying yourself, like with TikTok. True, yeah. So more online engagement then. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. like because it is really easy to kind of stay in that one kind of, you know, avenue. Yeah. And I think it would be such a good thing to see, especially when our climate is, again, really devastated by COVID. Um, and on along the lines of social media and maybe like online content and I don't know, maybe it's music videos or photography or whatever interviews you notice that by diversifying your avenues you end up collaborating with a lot more you different do. types of artists so it's a lot of networking yeah and which is great to see because absolutely. you're you know you're you're working with other artists and who I, want to do the uh, same thing yeah and I think it also though it also makes you a little bit more creative Definitely. when you're kind of forced to you know, diversify yourself and to meet other creatives. And I would love to see more of that this year is just a lot more people of collaborating and then going outside the box. Definitely. And, like, um, and I guess in line with what we did really well in 2021 that I want to see going into 2022 is maintaining the determination to support the arts on an emerging yeah. local level because everyone Absolutely. was just so enthusiastic to get out there even if it wasn't the same as it has always been. No and I think it's also a lot more appreciation for just what we have like I, I don't know about anyone else but I remember just going to local gigs and especially within the Brisbane scene I think there was a lot of love yeah. for everyone and it was a lot of like wow look like yes COVID sucks but look at what our local community has to offer isn't sure. it amazing and I really hope that continues even though we can finally probably see some international or <laughs> you know interstate bands I really hope that the local scene you know we maintain that momentum yeah. of you know supporting local as well as local venues local yeah galleries as well. galleries totally art initiatives because Brisbane definitely has one of the most amazing scenes. Absolutely. And they deserve, we, they deserve it. They need all the love. <laughs> they, they, we, Help. We need love. <laughs> please, please. Wow. So I, I guess, guess that's a big old reflection and yeah. what we kind of want to see and everything like that for this episode. 2022. Um, in, in the vein of going forward into 2022 um next you'll be hearing some interviews that we've recorded um in late 2021 and they're with a range of amazing artists and musicians and i guess just entrepreneurial spirits yeah um, there was some there were some really good interviews so you'll be able to hear them um coming up for yeah. the next couple of, um episodes that we have planned yeah so yeah stay tuned and Hopefully this is going to be a good year, guys. Yeah, guys, stay strong. <laughs> Please. This is just the beginning. Yeah, just the beginning. <laughs>